Do you remember when you were in school and the teacher would say, it's time for us to break into groups and we're gonna do a group project? I'll tell you, I was so excited at that moment because I got to work with my friends and classmates and I wasn't gonna be graded off of just my performance. We were gonna be graded as one. And as I was in the group, I began to realize that there's two different types of people when you work in groups. There's the people who do all the work and then there's people who do none of the work. But the crazy thing is the people who do none of the work get the same grade as the people who do all the work. They take the credit like they've done all the work. But we see in Ephesians chapter two, Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus. We see something that we can't take credit for. It says this in Ephesians two verse four, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. Verse 8. God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Man, what a beautiful passage talking about the grace of God. And there's a couple things that I uh, noticed as I was reading this passage that I want to point out to you today. And the first thing is in the very beginning of this passage, it says, but God. And to understand the context, we need to read what came before this. And in verse three, it says, all of us used to live in a way following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else verse 4 but god so rich in mercy and he loved us so much he loved us so much and and sometimes we think that god is mad at us but god's not mad at you god's madly in love with you even though he has the right to be angry at us he's not he is a loving god and there's so many people who think that god is just angry at them but i want to tell you today that god loves you so much. And then it continues on in verse five that even though we were dead because of our sins, I'm so thankful that God didn't wait for us to become lovable. God didn't wait for a, a time for us to get everything cleaned up to make, make ourselves perfect before we come to him. He came when we were dead in our sins. We had nothing to offer. And so many people will say, you know what, I need to come back to God, but I'm going to wait till I clean some things up until I change my life and do some, some things that I, some inventory, some things that I need to clean out and, and get better. But God takes us just as we are. Aren't you thankful that he, he does that? He doesn't wait for us to be lovable. He loves us just as we are. And then the last thing I saw in verse eight says, God saved you by his grace when you believe and you can't take credit for it. Listen, I'm not saved because of what I do. I'm not saved because of my works, but I'm saved because of my faith and my trust in Jesus. I can't earn my salvation, but through Jesus, I can be saved. And so today, take some time and thank God for his grace, for his unmerited love, 
and continue to put your faith in Jesus because he loves you so very much. Hope you have a great day. God bless you.